guys, and welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. It is Wednesday, so we are back with our midweek episode. Recently, I have been uploading every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday just because, I don't know, I've kind of just felt like I've been wanting to talk to you guys more. I've been recently getting a little bit more of like direct messages about advice and all these things, and so I figured why not just make more episodes? I've also recently been gathering a few guests to be recording with. One of the guests is even um, in person, which I'm really excited for because I know Spotify has a new feature where you could kind of, you could literally like open the podcast up in Spotify and watch it on Spotify. So I want to kind of try to figure out how to do that and how to put that together because I think that that could be a really cool feature to have. Um So that's something that I'm kind of trying to work on and put together and everything. So I'm really excited to record today's podcast episode because today we're going to be talking about getting over your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, kind of just getting over your past relationship, trying to move on to another one, maybe not trying to move on to another one, and kind of just figure out where your headspace is at after ending a relationship. I feel like I've done a few breakup episodes before and... Recently, I've been getting questions about like, okay, I broke up with my ex and I'm out of the relationship, but I don't know how to move on from them. I don't know how to move on to other people. I don't know how to cut communication with them, all these things. So there's so many things that we're going to be talking about today and so many things that you guys kind of wanted advice on and just guidance on. So I'm excited to talk to you guys about all of this today. So I asked you guys on Instagram this week, tell me questions that you need help with to get over your ex. Like you just got out of a breakup. What do you need help with now? And we're going to talk about it. So the first thing that I got asked is how do I let go of the relationship when I truly believe that they are the one for me? And this, this is like, obviously everything that I say in this episode is going to be easier said than done because everyone handles their emotions differently. Everyone gets attached differently. And for me, I've always been someone that got attached like even when it came to like friendships, just attached to people really fast and kind of started to have expectations of them to stay loyal to me and to stay true to me. And I feel like at the end of the day, you can't really expect things from people. So if a breakup ends, you can't expect that this person is going to come back to you. And I feel like that's a hard pill to swallow for some people because they're like, no, no, no. Like when we were together, like they really loved me and they really cared about me. And it's like, I 100% believe you and I think that you should be believing that, especially if you spent so much time with this person. But at the end of the day, if you're not together, there's a reason behind it. One of you wasn't willing to set aside something in their life for this person. One of you wasn't willing to love the person enough to stay in this relationship and work it out. You know, I feel like at the end of the day, every relationship ends for some type of reason. I've said this in a few past episodes, but in my mind, every relation goes, every relationship goes through a bump and there's going to be way more than just one bump, but every relationship is going to go through kind of a big bump where it's like, you know, maybe one person has to like move to another country. Maybe one person has to take a new job and it's going to take a bunch of hours. You know, maybe one person works with someone that the other person doesn't like. There's going to be a bump in every single relationship, obviously all at different extents. But at the end of the day, I feel like if you are meant to be together and you really, really love each other and care about each other, you're going to sit down and you're going to make it work. But if one, one person or maybe both of you don't, and maybe this is a hard thing to hear, but don't love each other as much as you think you do, you're not necessarily going to take the time 
to work through it and you're just going to say, I'd rather be with something that's easier. Like, yes, I love this person, but I need something easier than this. So at the end of the day, if the relationship didn't work out, it didn't work out for a reason. And yes, if you get in a breakup, it's very possible that you can get back together with this person in a few months or a few years. Like, who knows? Like, you can get back together with this person. That's not an unheard of thing. And maybe you guys just needed to go your separate ways before finding each other again. And I think, honestly, I do think that's like a really romantic storyline and kind of just a very good way to see things because it's like you guys were brave enough to say goodbye and now you're rewarded with getting each other back. So I feel like that is a really beautiful thing, but I don't think that you should depend on it after a breakup because I feel like the idea of, you know, getting into a breakup and then being like, okay, but I know we're going to get back together. Like he's the only one that's meant for me. That's going to stop you from getting over to, to getting with other people and getting over your ex. So I feel like if you're out of this relationship, but in the back of your mind, you're like, no, no, no. Like I know I'm meant to be with this person though. And maybe you're kind of just in that mindset where you're like, if I keep lying about it, it'll be true. So the more I tell my friends that I'm over them, the more I tell my friends that I'm not hurt, the more I tell my friends that I don't think we're getting back together, then it's going to be true one day. Or maybe you really are just kind of not realizing that you're being dishonest with yourself. And you're kind of like, just you keep lying to yourself and lying to yourself because you don't want to feel the pain and you don't want to feel weak. But at the end of the day, I really do think that, you know, the end of a relationship is going to be really hard. But if you just keep pondering over the fact of we might get back together, we might get back together. And then that person finds someone else, your world is going to be absolutely shattered. So If a relationship is ending, it's ending for a reason. Do not just sit there and wait for them to come back to you. If they come back to you when you're not expecting it, then that person is meant to be yours. But if you guys end and they don't come back for you, then they were never yours to begin with. You know, it's like at the end of the day, our paths are set aside for us. Our paths are made for us and people out there are made for us. Guys, I'm sorry. Just a little side note. I know this is like so not something I should be saying right now, but I cut myself with my my knife when I was making my juice this morning and my arm just started bleeding um, and I didn't realize how big the cut was until just now and it's really hurting and it just started bleeding so I will be right back okay as I was saying I feel like when we sit back and we get out of a breakup the first thing in the back of our mind is this breakup isn't gonna last they're gonna text me in a few days and sometimes it happens and it feels really great when it happens but sometimes it doesn't happen and sometimes you find out they moved on to someone else you know it's like at the end of the day a breakup is a new chapter for you and yourself like a breakup is saying okay now I'm getting into a relationship with myself and the more I work on myself the more I focus on myself the more I work on loving myself then that person that is meant to be, whether it's my ex or a new guy or a new girl, whatever, that person that I'm meant to be with now is going to come into my life because I'm working on myself. So it's like the the more you look for someone, they're not going to come for you. And I feel like another thing we do too is like we get out of a relationship and we start to look for attention right away. We're like, Because, you know, when you're in a relationship, you're getting attention from that person every single minute of the day. So you're like, okay, now I'm not getting attention from anyone. I'm craving attention. And this is why people go to like 
bars and clubs and all these parties to hook up with people is because they need a few minutes or an hour of somebody wanting them. Because when they were in their relationship, that was a feeling that they got used to. And now they're kind of like lost and they're like, okay, no one's, I need that attention again. Like, where am I going to get that attention? And this is why people kind of just start to like hook up with a bunch of people and want to be hooking up with people after their breakup. So I think that's something that people rush into after breakups because they just want attention from someone. And then I feel like you rush into maybe like a new relationship or you rush into a new crush without even thinking like, oh, am I over my ex? And it just kind of spirals into this whole big situation. So the best way to end a breakup is just to think, okay, now I'm in a relationship with myself. I'm going to do things for myself. I'm going to start a new hobby, a new side hustle, kind of just grab that motivation and grab the time and energy that you put into that relationship and put it into yourself. Stop trying to put it into other people. Put it into yourself and into things that you enjoy and kind of just prioritize yourself. The next thing is closing communication with them when they're the only one that you can go to about specific problems in your life. Um, I feel like when it comes to this, it's really just deal with it. And I know that's like a really kind of like a tough love response, but I totally understand that when you're in a relationship, you're going to go to this person more than you go to your best friends. And that makes total sense. I feel like as a girl, it's easier for girls to just go to their girls when they're in certain situations because girls are super like vulnerable and open with each other a lot more than guys are, for example. Um, Girls just give the full story, the full detail, love to talk about every situation where guys don't really like sharing their lives and being very vulnerable with their emotions, especially in front of their friends. So honestly, I, I feel like this could be probably one of the hardest things when ending a relationship is kind of just not actually like talking to that person, especially if you find out really good news or really bad news. Like let's say while you were with your boyfriend or with your girlfriend or whatever, you applied for this job and now you guys are broken up. And two weeks later, you find out that you got this job or you got rejected by this job. That person you were in a relationship with is going to be the first person you want to tell about it. So when you're in that relationship with that other person, with that person, like you get into this relationship and you have someone who's asking about you and who cares about you and who listens to you, And you kind of realize like, wow, these are qualities that I was missing in my friends. It's like you depend very heavily on that significant other now because you're like, wait, I don't get this type of attention or anything from my really close friends, but I get it from my boyfriend. So it's like, like now I'm very dependent on that person. And now let's say you end the breakup and you don't have any friends that you can go to because you kind of shut them out from telling them things because you realize that they don't care or they treat you badly about it, or they judge you, or whatever, and now it's like, okay, now who do I talk to? Because I don't feel comfortable enough to go to friends. I don't feel comfortable enough to go to family. I only felt comfortable going to this specific person, and now that person's not in my life anymore. So you're kind of in like a kind of in like a mind battle with yourself where you're like, where do I go now? Because I have to share these things with someone. I think that's the biggest misconception that we have in this life is that every re- reward and every, you know, bad thing and good thing that happens to us, we have to share with someone. But it's like, why? Why can't we enjoy things for ourselves? Why can't we deal things, deal with things on our by ourselves? Like that is a normal human thing. We were born on our own. You know what I mean? We weren't born with someone attached to us. Like it's like we were born by ourselves. Yes, we have family surroundings, whatever. You do have people that care about you, whether you see it or you're not, whether you see it or you don't. You have people in this world that do care about you and do want to hear about what you're struggling with and your current problems and everything, 100%. 
but it can be super hard to kind of see those situations because it's like you had your like laser focus on one person when you went to these things and now you're like kind of closed off to other people who also will be there for you. So I feel like what you have to do is kind of just be like, I have to deal with this myself. And that's not an easy thing to do going to yourself and trying to figure it out on your own. That's definitely not easy, but it is possible and it is something that can and kind of has to get done. So I feel like as much as you kind of want to be like, you know, I'm good by myself, I'm good by myself and, and all these things, it's like, at the end of the day, it's okay if you're not. So I feel like that's just a really big problem that people don't really talk about too much or think about too much is like you you have yourself. Like you don't have nobody. You have yourself. And maybe when you end that relationship, you need to refine and rediscover yourself in that way. But at the end of the day, you do have yourself. So it's not really fair for you or for the other person to keep trying to communicate your problems with them because at the end of the day, it's going to end up hurting one of you, if not both of you. So I really just think it, when it comes to that situation, you just have to take the tough love and you have to deal with these things by yourself. If it's a really serious issue, obviously you could go to like a therapist and kind of just try to find your own source of therapy, whether it's like working out or going on walks, or listening to podcasts, watching your comfort movies, whatever it is, it's kind of just going to help you ease your mind after kind of a bad situation or finding out bad news. You need to kind of discover those things for yourself and discover what your mind and body need after you're dealing with something like that, because it doesn't just always need just another person. The next thing is how to deal with being on a current break with your significant other. I've never understood breaks. Like, I really don't get it. Like, it's like people will be like, oh, like, I, I I kind of like I just started going to high school or I just started going to college or I'm studying abroad. Let's take a break for a few months so that we don't have to be long distance. When really we all know that means let's go on a break for a few months so I could hook up with other people and not be cheating and not feel guilty. And it's just like I feel like honestly when it comes to a break, obviously it depends how long you've been dating. If you've been dating for like – a long like I feel like it's not really about the length but it's like if you're saying I love you and you're being introduced to the parents and to the friends and all this stuff and then you go on a break like that's a serious relationship if you're saying I love you and being introduced to family and friends that's a serious relationship so if you or the other person says like I want to go on a break like I feel like I need to kind of focus on myself a little bit and go on a break. It is an excuse for something else as much as they say it's not. And it's like if they do need to focus on themselves and grow on their own, that is something that you can do in a relationship if you are in the right relationship. And I stand by that because I've gone through that. And it's like if you are in the right relationship, you're going to figure yourself out while you're with this person because this person is going to help you figure it out because this person wants the best for you. They want more for you than you want for them for yourself. So if you're on a current break with your significant other, I really feel like you just need to end it because it's like if you really truly love this person – why do you need to take time apart from them? Because I feel like people do that when they see that they're getting attention from different outlets or if they see a better opportunity out there or if they want to discover something else or if they're like, I never lived this lifestyle of hooking up and going to parties and getting all this attention because I've always had a boyfriend. So let me just take a break with the current guy that I'm with so that I can experience that. And then after I experience that, I'll be able to figure out like, oh, do I like this lifestyle better or do I like being tied down to someone better? So I feel like that's why people take a break is because they need to kind of 
test with themselves like, oh, do I like this lifestyle or that lifestyle? And I'm a firm believer that if you truly just are in love with somebody, you're not going to care to live that other lifestyle, get attention from other people, all these things. I feel like you can work it out if you're with the right person. So I feel like if you're on a break, whether you initiated it or they initiate it, you need to kind of just figure out why this break happened and kind of call it out if you don't think it's a valid reason. The next thing is how do I get over my ex if I see them all the time? We're in the same friend group. Um, This is really hard because, yes, you could break up with someone but still go to the same high school or college as them. You could work in the same area as them, work in the same building as them. <clears throat> we have a quick little ad for my friends at Anchor, and I'm excited to throw this ad in because Anchor is actually how I started my podcast, and I get a lot of questions from you guys on how you can start your own podcast, and Anchor was honestly the easiest way for me to record, edit, and schedule my episodes, so I highly recommend using Anchor if you want to start your own podcast. This is your sign. Make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Let's continue with the episode. So this obviously is going to be a hard situation because when you get out of a relationship but you see this person, you're going to want attention from this person. So it's like if you, you know, get into a breakup and then you go to a party in the back of your mind or maybe even like out loud and not even being ashamed or hiding it, you're going to be like, I want to look pretty because I want yada yada to see what they're missing out on or I want them to think I'm pretty or I want them to see me and not want to get with anyone else tonight. Like, All these things are going to run through your mind and no matter what you're doing, that's going to happen where you're going to be like, okay, I at least want to make sure my hair looks good or I have a little bit of makeup on or, you know, whatever it is. And that's totally normal. You're going to want to look good in front of the person. Like you're Just because a relationship ends doesn't mean that the feelings just shut off like a light switch. At the end of the day, you're going to have – even if you're the one that broke up with that person, that doesn't mean that you're not hurting in different ways and that definitely doesn't mean that the relationship kind of just like shuts off you're still going to have some type of feeling and emotion towards this person. So if you're seeing them at school every day and at college every day, it's obviously going to be hard to kind of walk past them in the hallways and not be able to greet them the same way that you used to, not be able to really talk to them the same way that you used to, go up to them about specific things, et cetera, et cetera. So it's going to be really hard to kind of get out of a relationship and see this person all the time because as much as you're trying to get this person off your mind, it's like you still have to see them. So I really just feel like when it comes to those situations of I see them at school every day or you know they're in my friend group so I see them at parties, you don't necessarily have to ignore this person. Obviously, it depends how the relationship ended, like if it ended on good or bad terms. But I don't think that it necessarily means the relationship ends. It's just like you kind of just have to change the relationship. Obviously, if it ended on good terms, it's going to be easier for you to be around your significant other or like ex-boyfriend or girlfriend because it's like I don't have to ignore them or say nasty comments or kind of just like not look their direction and not entertain their comments, all these things, whatever. Because it's like if you end on bad terms, you're going to feel more of like, oh, I don't want to give them attention. My friends aren't going to laugh at their jokes, you know, all those stupid, silly things. So I feel like if you're in the situation where you're just seeing your ex-boyfriend or your ex-girlfriend all the time, you really just have to, you know, change the dynamic between the two of you. And it's going to be a really hard thing. And you might even cry when you get home the first few times that it happens. 
but you really just have to stay strong and stay true to yourself and just be like, I'm okay on my own. You know, don't put yourself also don't put yourself in that situation. If you can avoid it, don't put yourself in that situation. Don't put yourself in that situation until you're ready. Like if he like, let's say like your ex, like you and your friends hang out every single weekend at a house. It's like every Friday or Saturday night, you and your friends go to a house, you watch movies, you play board games, like you just hang out and all that stuff. Let's say you guys are kind of that type of friend group and your ex is always there, obviously. Don't go to something like that until you're ready and until you're going to be okay with seeing them and not reacting off of it. Because it's like, yeah, you shouldn't want to miss out with your friends. But I also feel like if you put yourself in a situation like that, you're going to kind of just be like really upset when you get home and you might do things that you don't really want to do. So I really just feel like you should avoid situations like that until you're ready. Obviously, you shouldn't do this forever and you shouldn't make it a habit because you don't deserve to miss out on hanging out with your friends and stuff just because, you know, he's there. It shouldn't ruin anything for you. So I feel like in the beginning, just wait until you're ready and give yourself time. Don't rush into seeing them. Don't rush into catching up with them or anything like that. I honestly don't think that you should catch up with them if you're trying to get over them. So my biggest thing is if you see them all the time, don't you don't have to ignore them even if there was bad blood because ignoring them is going to hurt you even more because you're going to be like, wow, I had such a good relationship and connection with this person and now I can't even look at them in the eyes. So even if you ended on bad terms, there's no need to kind of ignore this person or throw nasty comments at them if you see them or roll your eyes. Even if they did something horrible, it's still going to hurt you if you react that way. So my advice would kind of just be to like keep your head held high. I know that sounds really corny, but that's really is what you have to do is just keep your head up and be like, I'm okay. Like I'm good on my own. I don't need them necessarily to like make me feel good. Like I'm okay. I have my friends. Try not to be in these situations alone and you're going to get through it and it's going to get easier over time. Like just keep reminding yourself this is going to suck in the beginning, but everything is better in time, especially a situation like that where you're just getting over your ex. That all comes in time. So that's like my biggest thing with that. The next thing, feeling guilty about moving on to someone else, especially if the relationship ended on good terms. Um, Yeah, I mean, this is like because it's like when you end on good terms and you're kind of just ending because you're like, I love you and you love me, but this just this lifestyle or this distance or this job or, you know, whatever, this future that you want, this future that I want isn't going to work, but we still love each other so much. And you're kind of just walking away from the relationship like, okay, this was a good relationship, but it wasn't meant to last forever. And it's kind of like, it hurts your heart because it wasn't meant to last forever. But at the same time, you're happy that you had it. And now you're like kind of getting feelings for someone else. There's different reasons you're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel guilty because number one, you're going to feel maybe guilty towards this new person because you're going to be like, are they intimidated by my past relationship because I was with this guy for so long and whatever. You're going to feel guilty for your ex if it ended on good terms and your ex never moved on. You're going to think to yourself like, is it bad that I'm moving on? Like, should I not be moving on? Because if they're not moving on, maybe I shouldn't be moving on yet either. You know, it's kind of just like the guilt of maybe they still want me. Maybe they still love me. Maybe they're still reaching out to me. So how am I supposed to be happy with someone else when I feel sad for this person? When you break up with someone, you are not responsible for that person's emotions and feelings anymore. 
And that is a hard thing to think about and to believe and to start acting like because when you were with this person, you were their nurturer. Like you were the person that they went to if they needed help, if they were sad, if they were happy, if they were stressed, if they were angry. You were the person that they went to. You were the person they told everything to. And now this relationship is over. And you're finding someone else, but you're like, wait, but my ex is sad. My ex is angry. My ex, you know, got made fun of at this group setting. Like, how am I not supposed to stick up for them or, you know, whatever. At the end of the day, the more you hold yourself to that mindset of I have to take care of this person, you will never let yourself move on from this person. And it is not fair to this next person that you're getting into a relationship with. Someone else also asked, how do I know I'm over my ex and I'm okay to get into a new relationship? This mindset of I need to take care of my ex and make sure my ex is okay while getting into a new relationship, that can't exist. And if that does exist, then you could not be getting into a new relationship with someone else. So my advice and my tips and everything is just make sure before like before you're even in this situation of feeling guilt about moving on, make sure that you're ready to move on. Because if you're feeling guilty for moving on, maybe you're not ready yet because maybe you still feel something for your ex. And at the end of the day, like I said before, just because a relationship ends, that doesn't mean the love dies. You know, the, the love doesn't just because the relationship is like we're done, we're broken up. The love doesn't leave that person. It doesn't leave the middle of you guys. It stays there. And it's just a matter of like jumping over it and finding something else with someone else. And it's really hard also to move on when you are in a good relationship because you're like, how does it get better than what I had already? Like, How is, and not in a mean way, how is this person going to compete with what I've already had? Like, how does it get better than what I had? And we put ourselves in this mindset of like, I had things way too good at one point. I know it'll never get better than what it was before. And that's a really bad place to put your mind. And it's good to look back and be like, I had a good relationship. But it's not good to say nothing will beat this relationship. Like, that was my first love. That was my soulmate. That was, you know, all these things because you're going to make it very, very, very difficult to move on for yourself. And when it comes to like feeling guilty about moving on, I feel like if you're the one that ended the relationship, you're going to feel more guilty because you're going to be like, I broke this person's heart and I still care about this person, but now I want to move on to this other person. But I feel bad because I broke this person's heart and they're still like a person in my life, but I have to like, but I like someone else, you know, whatever. I feel like feeling that type of guilt is normal. But if this person broke up with you and you're feeling guilty because you guys ended on good terms and you want to like move on to someone else, I feel like it's not really fair for you to feel guilty because it's like, you don't owe that person anything. They are not your responsibility. You know, it's like when you end that relationship they are someone else's responsibility, not yours. And I feel like it could be really hard to hear the words, this person is not your responsibility anymore because deep down I feel like you still want to be the person to take care of them. And I feel like also when people move on or our exes move on to other people, it's like we're sad, yeah, but I like I feel like we're more sad about the fact that like, oh my God, that's the person that they go to Like, that's the girl that's going to take care of him now. It's not so much like, oh, my God, that's the girl that gets to go home to him at night. And that's the girl that gets to show him off. Like, it's more like, wow, that girl gets to take care of him. Like, the places that and the the times and places he was most vulnerable with me, she's going to experience that now. Like, why does she deserve to experience his most, like, vulnerable state? And I don't. So I feel like when it comes to that kind of situation where 
you're you're coping with that you should not be moving on to a new relationship you need to when you end this relationship with this person or this person ends up with you right a few months go by you're working on yourself you're hanging out with your friends you're just coping with it on your own coping with heartbreak and you're like okay wait I'm kind of interested in this new guy like this guy's been flirting with me we hooked up he texts me whatever I'm kind of interested in him now sit with yourself and think about this picture and visualize your ex boyfriend or girlfriend like being with someone else, being in love with someone else, introducing this new girl or this new guy to their parents, to their friends, to their dog, like all these things that sound so just like stupid and silly. Picture your ex doing that. If that doesn't make you feel any type of way, you are ready to move on. You are ready to move on. But if you're like absolutely not, then you are not ready to move on to someone else. And I'll tell you why. No matter what, seeing your ex move on is not going to be a good feeling. You're not going to see your ex move on. Like some people will see their ex move on and be like, yes, because now they know that their ex isn't going to like bother them anymore. But that's a very specific situation. But a lot of the time you're not going to see your ex move on and be like, oh my God, yes. Like I'm so happy. Like this is so great. Like, no, you're going to be like, oh my God, who's that girl? Like what? Like what? I don't like this. I don't want to see this. But if you are truly kind of if you really do like this other person and you really want to get to know them and stuff, if it's like too early to figure it out, then I feel like no matter what, you're going to think about your ex a little bit. But if you're like really deep into this person where it's been like a few months of going on dates and hooking up and like talking to your friends about them or introducing your friends to them or talking to your parents about them, whatever, I feel like if you're still thinking about your ex or if you're still checking, you know, who's commenting on your ex's Instagram or who they're following, you are not ready to move on to a different person. And you're probably listening to this. If you're doing those things, you're listening to this and you're like, shut up, Olivia. Like, you don't know me. You don't know what me and my ex had. You don't understand where I'm coming from. And that's true because every situation is different. And I can't tell you what I would be doing if I were in your shoes because I don't know what I would be doing. But from an outsider's perspective who could kind of play devil's advocate and be like that devil side on your shoulder, I'm telling you, you are not ready to move on if you are still checking in on your ex in those ways. Because when you truly like someone, like I said, like obviously it could be a little bit too early to tell, but if you really are like, I really like this guy and I want him to be my boyfriend. You can't be dating someone and thinking about your ex or checking who your ex is like with or, you know, whatever, because it's like that is so unfair to yourself, your ex and this new person, because it's like this new person didn't ask to be part of a love triangle or part of like a new complicated situationship equation thing. Like they didn't ask for that. They said, I like this girl. I want to be with this girl. I'm going to take this girl out and I'm going to do all these great things with this girl. They didn't ask to be like, this girl is single, you know, whatever. So feeling this like type of emotion and thinking about your ex, do not try to move on to someone else. If you want to have like meaningless flings and you know, whatever, go ahead, do it. Like that's, that's not something, whatever. But if you know, you're not a girl who can just like meanlessly like, like hook up with someone and not feel anything and just hook up with that person and go home and never think about them again. If you know you're not one of those girls, do not try to like have that fling and live that lifestyle because I promise promise it's not as glamorous as it may look. So I feel like if you're in that situation, 
where you're like, I don't know if I can move on. You need to picture your ex-boyfriend or your ex-girlfriend with a whole new different person falling in love with them, doing all these things, whatever. Because if you're okay with that, because you're like, because this is the thing, if this new person or whatever, you really do like them, like you're saying you do. If you picture your ex like that and you don't care, it's because you're like, I know I'm going to be that way with this new person. So I don't really mind that my ex is going to be like that with that person because I'm going to feel the same thing with yada yada, like this new guy or this new girl. So it's like, you're not going to care because you're going to know you're going to be just as happy with this other person. And if anything, it's going to make you a little happy because it's going to be like, okay, we're growing apart from each other, but at least we're finding people who are good for us and that are going to make us happy. So I really do feel like that is when you know it's okay to move on and when you're ready. As for feeling guilt about moving on, they're not your responsibility. You're not in charge of taking care of anyone's feelings or protecting anyone's heart or changing anyone's mind. You are not in control of that. And I feel like sometimes we try we try to be and we like think that we really want to be and that we have to be because we've known this person for so long and, oh my God, I promised my ex I'd be friends with them. Like I have to take care of them still. But it's like, you are never going to move on if you are still that person for them. And they are never going to move on if you are still that person for them. They need to confide in friends or family or just by themselves. Like that's something that they have to kind of take on by themselves. And even though it may kind of seem like, okay, no, it feels unfair because this person really does struggle with something else. It's not your responsibility. And just because it's not your responsibility doesn't mean you're not going to think about it or you're not going to feel bad about it or want to help or, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like it's not fair for anyone in the situation to be kind of stuck in that situation. Like it's not it's never going to make you feel good. So that's kind of my advice when it comes to feeling guilt about moving on. You shouldn't feel guilty because you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be selfish in your life. And if you keep doing everything for this other person, you know, because when you're in the relationship, you're putting this person above yourself. If it's a healthy, good relationship, this person, this person, you're going to be prioritizing them and their happiness more than you're prioritizing your own happiness, which is, I think how it should be in every relationship. So now it's like when that relationship ends, you don't necessarily get out of that mindset. So it's like, you still think you have the responsibility of making this person happy and making sure that they're okay, but you don't because you're not with that person anymore. And you need to get that through your head. Like, I'm not with this person anymore. It's not my job to make them happy. It's not my job to fix their problems. Their problems are not my problems anymore. Even though I'm on good terms with them or I'm friends with them or I promised I would be there for them, it's not going to help them move on and it's not going to help me move on. And now we're just going to be stuck in this constant cycle and this constant battle in our minds of what to do and how to feel and how to be there for them and how do I move on from this situation. And it's just going to be a constant cycle for the both of you. So that's my advice for getting over your ex. I know that was kind of today was like a little bit of a longer episode, not really, but a little bit, but I hope it helped you guys. I know that a lot of you have kind of been struggling a little bit in relationships. This episode was going to be like about relationships and friendships, but I didn't really get too many questions about friendships for this type of situation. But I want to thank everyone who listened to today's episode. It's midweek. Today's Wednesday. So tomorrow, which is Thursday, is actually the first day that I'm going back into in-person classes, like fully, basically. I'm a little bit nervous, like not nervous to necessarily like go. I know I'm a little bit nervous to go back on campus. I just feel like because I haven't been in in-person classes in like two years, like I had one in-person class this past fall semester, but it wasn't really like, it was literally like a one, it was like an optional 8am. So I 
didn't really go that much. But I feel like having all your classes back in person, it's going to be so weird because it's like I'm bringing my laptop back to school and like using my laptop to take notes in class again. And I do miss that because it's like without that, it was like it was harder to learn things back at home. But I'm also kind of curious as to how I'm going to transition back into it. Like the way I'm studying and my habits and the way my mind is working with school, like that all has to kind of change again and readjust. So that's where I'm at with that. But I want to thank everyone who listened to today's podcast episode. I am so grateful for every single one of you. There will be an episode out on Friday and Friday's episode will be all about my two week challenge that I'm going to be sharing with you guys. I also asked you guys to share with me what you want to add to your challenge because I thought it'd be fun to kind of show you guys kind of motivate you through it, teach you a little bit like how to stay consistent with it. And maybe you'll give someone new ideas on what they can add to their challenge. So definitely keep track of that. Thank you again for listening to today's episode. And I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week. (laughs) 